0: Human evolution does not necessarily reward intelligence. With no natural predators to thin the herd, mankind became stupider at a frightening rate. The population exploded, and intelligence continued to decline.
1: Oh, base your ass on my fist! Face ass! Interrupt your regularly scheduled program for this special report.
0: Blood drama, Trauma!
1: It's showtime. Good morning. Welcome to Monday. And welcome to the show. Today we're going to be talking about what, Dave?
0: Human intelligence or the lack thereof.
1: The evolution of. If there is any. That's the topic. So, what do you think? What's your hypotheses?
0: Uh, so, I was a really angsty kid, as, like, most teenagers are, but uh, at some point, like, early on in my developmental stage through my teenage years, I I took the stance that people are just really, really stupid. exceptionally stupid and immature. <laughs> like, you, we, I have to, like, coddle them, right? As these 45-year-old men that, like, are uh, tripping on the egos. Well, I
1: mean, do you, were you, like, really fucking smart?
0: or Smarter than your average bear. But I mean, like, so when I moved uh, schools and got attacked by my uncle and a bunch of crazy shit was going on, I started reading like six to 800 pages a day. I'd have like a a sci-fi book. I'd have like a a fantasy book then I'd have like two nonfiction books, uh, usually about history and the other one, usually um, science related to like physics or something like that. But those got swapped out daily. It was nonstop reading. And so um, you were, like,
1: reading a whole-ass book in, like, one day?
0: Yeah, I'd, I'd start in the morning. I'd read a book on the bus ride to school, you know, like, the hour before school started. What about classwork? I <laughs> slept, slept through that. Um, but by lunchtime, I'd, I'd change out my first book. And then at the end of school, I'd change out my second book. So I'd have, like, two, net two new books. And Jesus. then I'd, on the ride home, I'd start reading one. Do you and,
1: still read like that?
0: No, I don't have the fucking time. I was a voracious reader. I mean, but, can you, though? I can read pretty fast. Um, Fuck, yeah. But the retention of information, like, there's something to be said about our attention spans and, like, how minimal it is. And, like, my father could retain information, like, his best friend's uh, full name, you know, vaguely his birthday or age, and, like, what his father did, what his father's name was, like, what company he worked for. It was remarkable. Right. Um. And I I don't have that. And I'd like to just pawn that off on society and be like, dude, well, I have a million things going on at any given time. Yeah. I don't have, like, my brain just doesn't perceive like perceive memory and, like, record it that way, which memory is another episode. But mm-hmm. for this one, it's about just intelligence, the ability to make critical decision. And I think that we've, as a, a species, uh, just lost that ability to, like, identify risk reward identify like what our boundaries are as far as like uh, i think it's the dunning kruger effect like the the more you know you realize the less you know right. and it's usually a four block little square and uh there's like an inverse relationship between like how much you know versus how little you know and like how little you know versus how much you think you know and i think that most people fall in that you know bottom square thinking that they know
1: everything yeah for sure definitely the the
0: the one uppers and you know well well that's
1: okay because i got this (laughs) yeah it's not
0: the way i would do it you know kind of guys uh so like having this this revelation dawn on me at an early age i just look towards like all people of all ages and that uh, respect for your elders just like went flying out the fucking window (laughs) it it, it's in the road it got run over several times by traffic i think that like because we're not challenged with a lot of critical uh like decision making processes like, hey, if I go hunt this gazelle and I move over here, you know, I wind up going into the bounds of the territory of like, you know, that lion, or whatever it is. Hey, if I try to cross this river during, you know, peak monsoon season, it's not gonna turn out good for me. There was a lot of like, you make a decision now and you immediately, or like, very nearly immediately suffer huge consequences. You don't eat. Your tribe exiles you. You mm-hmm. get mauled by an animal. It's like, you die. Yeah, there's a limited selection of things that can happen at any given point in time. Right. But as our society has, like, gotten more complex, we're safe, you know, relatively speaking, like, we all exist in this false sense of security. And so I think like we're teenagers think they're invincible. So, like, yeah, we're, we're coddled by society and, like, we don't have responsibilities and bills. There's a bunch
1: of laws that protect you.
0: Yeah. Between laws, your um community. the parents. The system. Yeah. We have so many resources in order to not have to really survive. And I think that that's kind of worked its way into every other uh, aspect of our life where we just want to ingest information. We just want to feel good. There's not a lot of people that like challenges, it Usually, when you see someone doing um, like a word puzzle or something like that in the newspaper, you're like, oh, that's a smart motherfucker. Like, he yeah. actively likes to use his brain. I brain? He likes to I use go, his brain. Yeah, I should go talk to him, right? He, he probably has some stuff and can speak like from an intellectual point of view on what name. lessons he learned.
1: His name's David Blaine. David Blaine. Fucking
0: <laughs> idiot. <laughs> word, word. Okay. Continue. Yeah, so I I just think we're we're netting stupidity uh, instead of intelligence, which is wild. Like I don't know if you've ever seen um, How It's Made. Oh yeah, I love that show. So good, and you're just blown away. Like you see the How It's Made as far as like the manufacturing process. But yeah, to I think... like that
1: stuff. Uh, I like uh, Mega Machines. Mm-hmm. I like pretty much everything that has to do with anything.
0: Yeah, it's it's wild. So. The, the process of like one smart guy says, hey, I need to manufacture this thing. This is how I built a prototype. Let's scale this up. Right. And then you have a bunch of other really smart motherfuckers that build the factory that makes that. Right. That's absolutely insanity to me. Like I could not imagine having to design to you know micrometer specifications every piece of equipment on a Twinkie assembly line.
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's yeah. a
0: lot of an intellect well, behind uh, that
1: we're literally like the bottling machine that puts the shit in the bottle and puts the lid on, yeah, it's fucking
0: awesome whoever did that like hats off <laughs> to you, sir. you I'm pretty sure it's probably way more than one person, but yeah it was it was teams, but it's people that are challenged with like a well, problem I think more of the question is like where
1: did we how did we even get here? The evolution of intelligence where you know did it start
0: and how and why? Uh, most most scientists agree that the the true like first and largest step uh was language. Like once little monkey brains were riding around with you know sticks and stones, like that's a simple thing to pick up a stick or a stone. Like even did, to did
1: those sticks and stones break someone's bones?
0: They broke a lot of bones. Probably like, did then. We found a couple of, like frozen mummies that did not <laughs> die happily. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, but like even just. A lever, right, or a lever, if you a will, lever. like using a stick to pry something off of something else. Like, oh wow, that's way better, much more better than much me trying. To, <laughs> much more better than me just trying to lift it up by myself. I've,
1: uh, I've dumbed, him, I've dumbed him down quite a bit, ladies and gentlemen. That's a direct <laughs> quote from me. Much yeah. more, more better, much more better.
0: But then to relay the information to someone else and then be able to, you know, continue that. Um, Could
1: you imagine being that guy though? All these people that don't know what you're doing are like, What are you doing, man? You know, that's not what you use sticks for. Those are for breaking bones. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Oh, shit. Uh
0: it's it's crazy. So then to have that like thought be relayed to someone on the opposite end of the world, like you need language to codify yeah.
1: I think there's politics.
0: three I think there's three things that got us here. Mm-hmm.
1: So opposable thumbs. A huge one, right? Because you got to be able to grab things. (laughs) So you can't build things if you can't grab it, (laughs) you know? Um, Vision, you know, because like most predators have eyes on the front of their face and most prey has eyes on the side of their face. Yep. So prey runs, predators think, and how to catch that prey. So, you know, being able to see in a certain way. Third is language.
0: Yeah, so I I I'd agree as a, a wholesale like idea that a lot of people like those puzzle games like they're dexterous, you know what I mean. Like we yeah. think of magicians and uh, a couple other people that have like high degrees of manual dexterity and like sleight of hand. It generally confers with higher intelligence. Right. Um, and then like I said, you know, uh, or you talk about sight, we have the IQ test. Whatever IQ test I took as a kid, that's primarily what it was about. It was you see a picture, right, and then they show another picture, and you're like, "Hey, what's missing? What's changed?" And like, right. based on the amount of differences you can perceive, those. it like is part of that whole uh, formula that dictates your IQ. So like, vision is a huge thing. Like we see yeah. uh, patterns in everything. Uh, that's why you look at your wall outlet and you see a smiley face, and like those right. ugly Mazda threes, terrible, and some semis look like robot faces. Yep. Um, but that's because we've adapted to recognize a face in a you know visual palette, and be like, oh, that motherfucker's looking at me, like jaguars looking at me, right. crocodile looking at me. So it, it's it's just facts, ladies and gentlemen. Th- those were mm. some of the largest things that like kept spurring development uh of our brain and like i think our brains grew like 20 to 30 percent larger in the span of just like a hundred thousand years like after the yeah. advent that's of fire, intelligence fire you know i mean fire is uh, good but it's also a novelty like fire yeah, but it made it to where they
1: could cook their food and you know digest easier your caloric intake goes up which feeds your big ass mm-hmm. brain that requires a bunch of calories to even work you yeah know? but i
0: think that's like uh that was just a a boon that helped, but I don't think it was one of the causes. Um, I, think, I guess you could argue, like... I mean, you
1: definitely... Because, you know, if you don't have enough calories, your brain starts to shut off other shit, mm-hmm. you know, to survive. Once you up your caloric intake in caveman times, then, you know, and then, like, the brain... The, the skull is soft, and then you're feeding this baby like it's supposed to be fed, then it's going to grow better. More better. Yep. It's going to grow more better. So... I think that's definitely a piece of it and uh, I think there's like one thing that sets us apart from everything is uh, imagination you know this is one of the conversations me and Dave had to even start the show uh, you know because like uh, we, we existed in the time with uh, Neanderthals so and we survived and they didn't and they had bigger brains and they were stronger and bigger but we won so uh, I think, uh, imagination is what set us apart. You know, some guy was like, I wonder what we can do to make this square move. Let's make it round, <laughs> you know, or, uh, there's all kinds of things about, you know, like Australia is an island in the middle of nowhere and somehow people got there, you know, so some guy like invented a boat, had a vision of a boat and imagined a boat. The Wright brothers saw some birds flying and, uh said, well, I want to fly too, and imagined, okay, well, the wings, you know, a motor, and they made a fucking airplane. And now here we are. So imagination is like a
0: huge thing that
1: makes intelligent happen, you know,
0: in my opinion. Yeah, I think that's what they call them, uh, Disney's Imagineers. Yeah, well, they're stupid, though. <laughs> Waste, wasting their talents they're on, just, on dumb shit. Oh,
1: boy, let's just make a mouse that talks, and,
0: you know. Uh, yeah, so there's... There's a plethora of like incidents and resources uh that like helped us along our our journey to where we are now where we know about the Big Bang and we can replicate it. We like have mathematically just deduced almost every aspect of reality. Like and now we're wasting what it. kind of caveman was ever gonna know about, you know, dark matter? Nobody. No nobody, right? Uh, but they probably w- burnt him at the stake. <laughs> With all of that it's witchcraft, said, it's like, witchcraft, all of our accomplishments uh, are just flaunted in the face of like a wave, a tidal wave of stupidity. Like just well, dumbing down the masses.
1: What about like witch hunts? Uh, Remember I think that that's shit? just
0: yeah. I think that's primarily just fear. I think that
1: like smart people got burnt at the stake
0: because <laughs> they had an idea about some shit.
1: What? That's not in the Bible. You're getting burnt. The <laughs> people were scared to even say anything about well, like, it. You
0: know, smart people made mistakes and they just used the witches as a scapegoat.
1: Yeah, or that uh it makes me think of that movie Idiocracy. That's where we are now. We're at that turning point. We're going over the hill into the idiocracy.
0: Yeah, like uh Wally is such a beautiful example fucking of love, Wally. humans uh humanity's like inevitable uh evolution.
1: And just to be entertained. Yeah. And uh not actually do anything for
0: yourself. <laughs> That's it's, where it's, we're headed. It's a minimal like thought process. That's why I, I think um like video gaming as much flack as it's gotten has also left you with like a lot of tools for problem solving in a lot That's of dynamic true. ways.
1: It rocks your brain. Yeah.
0: So no, I would it <laughs> I would much rather been playing video games than just watching T V you know, just like, instead of passively using my brain, I'm actively using it.
1: I like to play games that are hard, figure out things. You have to, like, find the key and open the door, and I like that kind of stuff. Um, Some games are, like, ridiculously hard, but, you know, I like that kind of stuff. Uh, But, you know, I was, like, uh, listening to stuff on the way over here, and there's this uh, psychologist. uh, Julian James was his name. He had a theory that, like, I don't know when, but, you know, we're conscious beings, right? So he argued that, like, cavemen weren't really conscious. Mm-hmm. Were, but they weren't. And that their left and right hemisphere of their brain were disconnected. Right. So the left side was, like, doing things to survive. And the right side was, like, doing other things that don't have anything to do with it. And, uh, basically they were, like, schizophrenics. You yeah. Know, they were, like, uh, battling with each other on the on the inside and he says uh that they heard voices and shit and that he thinks that uh that's the creation of gods as they thought they were hearing god it's you know? curious it's it's strange i didn't really get through the whole thing because yeah. i was just driving over here um but he said one of the main things that connected the brain was uh social groups you know so um sharing ideas you know it was kind of like a necessity to survive yeah so for sure problem solving like we're talking about yeah the two so hands
0: are much more better than one yeah
1: <laughs> yeah especially when your hemispheres aren't working you know at least you the, use your left I'll <laughs> use my right at least at least the two lefts are working on some. and that's like right. having one whole brain you know the right hand's like oh there's a bird <laughs> you know, so, but you know like how do we catch that big ass mammoth and eat it I don't yeah. know. Let's do this.
0: There's there's been theories that like the uh, as far as like Homo sapien is concerned, like our hemispheres weren't really like separated for a long period of time, and so like you're saying, like the you know left and right hemispheres, one was primarily like conscious, like thought, and the other one was subconscious, and how it processed a lot of information kind of got crisscrossed, so right. they think that, like, think early man was hallucinating, like, tripping balls yeah. all the time, you know, I hearing think, yeah. stuff, I seeing think that's things. that's what he was talking about. Yeah, so, that's, I think that's when you get the origin of, like, you know, dragons and a lot of these monsters and stuff, is so you could look at a crocodile, and if you're high as fuck, <laughs> that crocodile looks like a dragon, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, we found uh,
1: some dinosaur bones and was like, it's a fucking dragon.
0: Yeah, but it, again, it would enable you to, like, utilize your imagination and just be completely inspired. And have that, you know, eureka moment to, right. you know, put a stick in the fire and then bring it home or, you know, make more lines on a, a square until the square is infinity lines and it's now a circle.
1: Yeah. There was a movie my dad was watching when I was a kid. It's called The Quest for Fire. And it's a great movie. And there's like minimal talking in it. It's cavemen, So they just grunt, you know. But your dad <laughs> um, could understand it. Uh, probably. But it yeah it was real minimal, and uh you know like they didn't know how to make fire. It just like got struck by lightning the tree or whatever, and then they just kept it burning and never let it go out and uh they get attacked by like Neanderthals or like ape looking dudes, and then their fire gets put out somehow, so then they gotta go try to find more fire, quest for fire, then they find a tribe, and uh they're like blue. Like the mud, they have right, like Mud the, on them, kind of like picks. Yeah, well, I mean, it's they're white people or something, but they're or black people. I don't know what they are under there. They're normal looking people under the mud, right? It's just mud, you know. And they have like, you know, riding all like, uh, what's the Australian people,
0: the Aboriginals?
1: Yeah, they're like that. So they put the mud on, but they know how to build things, they know how to build huts and fires, and the cavemen just live in the cave, cavemen, you know. So, they're kind of like uh, the first figure-shit-out people. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Neanderthals have two of them captured, and they're like eating the one's arm. You know, <laughs> so. But uh, the cavemen basically free them, and then the girl comes with them, and she shows them how to make fire. And that's the end of this movie. There's a whole bunch of and shit. And her name was
0: Carrie but uh, <laughs> there's a whole bunch of shit that happened yeah, in the middle, of it. and then some stuff and then some stuff happened some stuff it,
1: happened we are. she showed him how to make fire and now here we are
0: yeah well there's uh so there's um this like pervasive theory and this has been around since i was a kid uh corn actually has a song called evolution that, yeah it's like song. uh harks to uh towards it and it's like low iq families tend to have more kids and because of that they also reproduce at a younger age and like high iq families are like no we want to enjoy life without kids for another decade or even like two decades and then they find themselves Mm -hmm. in a position
1: financially stable yeah and they don't
0: want to settle down with xyz person and then they find that you know they've reached that point of uh, reproductive like window and so they're not having as many kids and so just a numbers game if a bunch of Stupid people right, reproducing really early, making more stupid people, and not like you know raising them correctly, not having proper schooling and stuff like that to where at the end of the day you've just net lowered like the global i q by several points, and this is
1: basically uh, the idiocracy movie yeah,
0: um it's a but does like stupidity is a disease, you know, and the only cure is like non ignorance i guess like putting the spotlight on that attention like you have to I mean,
1: there's a lot of people that you know nobody's actually just dumb they're just uneducated you know
0: yeah they don't know better
1: <laughs> so education doesn't have a color right so you know a lot of cultures and people they're like man you act white or whatever I mean, education doesn't have a color like you know why do you i've seen this happen and when i was in school you know i had a a friend that, uh, his, his dad was a football player, like a professional football player. Um, uh, Robert Golf was his name. And, uh, his dad's name was Robert Golf, too. So, played for New New Orleans Saints, He'd come to school, got a signed card from him and shit. Super smart kid. Kid was like genius level. Right. And, you know, we're in elementary school. So, but he was one of my good friends. And, uh, he fucking, talked, you know, eloquently and, and, uh, had cousins that went there and they're like, man, you, you, you talk white all the time. It's like, what the fuck? Who cares? He's smart. Why are you downplaying his smartness? You should be happy that he's smart. Mm-hmm. Like never understood that, you know, um, they instantly, let me, well, you know, I mean, I do it to you even, you yeah. know, like, Oh, we using big ass words. I know what they, you, what they mean, but I just think it's funny. Right. You know, so mine's humor, but,
0: like, some people are like,
1: you know I mean? You big up, words trying to confuse me. No, dude, this is just how I talk. <laughs>
0: this is like a fucking Jack and Jill fairy tale. I'm not trying to stump the giant. Yeah, um, yeah what
1: do you want me to do all the time? They're like, yeah, we, we made some fire, you know, mud more better.
0: <laughs> no, it, it, it really is, like, um, culture has a lot to do with it. Like, in Japan and a lot of East Asian countries, that is the game. School, yes, school is you don't talk about football players or like baseball players like they talk about their sat scores mm-hmm. and, and that's wild their sport is learning all know? all really? men are created equal unless you're asian yeah <laughs> <laughs> you've uh you've got a higher standard you gotta aspire to
1: yeah they still like like honor and stuff yeah you know they still like
0: bow and and, and
1: they take it as like dishonor if you didn't like their food in their restaurant
0: mm. But that, that pressure is put on them to perform, to become smarter, because, like, that is their their meal ticket is problem solving and finding yeah. a way and a place to work and provide better. Um, and even in, like, India, how many videos I couldn't tell you that I've had to defer to, like, these high school Indian kids teaching me about electronics and software. Yeah, and it's hard to understand at, them. So. <laughs> recorded at 240p on a shitty-ass, you know, Samsung or something like that. But, like, they've got the knowledge, and they, they're thirsty for the knowledge. And so many of your IT workers that you call on the phone are Indian for a reason, right? Because Thank
1: you. Come again. <laughs> they've they've okay, pushed themselves. Okay, now what you're
0: going to do is you're
1: going to press Control-Alt-Delete, and then you're going to do this, and you're going to click your mouse on the right-hand side.
0: <laughs> it's it's funny, but like... It's, it's
1: really hard to understand them. sometimes. It's brilliant,
0: yeah, but that's just because we're not... We're not attuned to it, you know. um it, It's sad because it seems like an overwhelming problem. You know, how do you push entire swaths and like cultures, populations, countries to want to be better? You know, we just yeah. we don't reward intelligence enough. Not uh, in America.
1: In the West. Not not in America at all. Like it's really dumbed down, you know, and um, unfortunately. If you're smart, then you're, like, extrudicated or whatever the fuck the word is, you know? You're, like, looked down upon because you know big words, Mm -hmm. you know?
0: We have the potential to speed up our evolutionary intelligence. We have all these resources, the internet. We have universities, and we could easily just push ourselves in the right direction. Uh,
1: I mean, you have to want to,
0: though. Nobody
1: wants to. They just want to enjoy... Small, quick fixes,
0: yeah, the most money is made off of placated masses that don't want to think that can't can't fucking be bothered, um you know, and then even just
1: the government and stuff like that, like they don't want you to be a critical thinker, and I talk about this all the time, I know, but I mean, a lot of people don't like him, but when you look at Andrew Tate, you know he's pretty fucking smart, smart enough to have real conversations with and they, uh, framed him for all kinds of shit, and he's still going through it, you know, um, some of the things he says are kind of like, whoa, but I think that's part of his persona, and, uh, if you really, like, listen to him some of the things that he's saying without being cut up, dude's smart as fuck, man, and uh, a lot of things he has to say are, like, real shit, you know, and even him, you know, he he's, like, not just, uh, a smart dude like he was a kickboxer champion so he was like someone that wouldn't normally be smart you Mm -hmm. know like oh, just go in there and beat people up but you know he's actually smart too so it's not like you can be like oh well he's like fucking Stephen Hawking but he's kind of like both you know but yeah they downplay everything
0: all the time yeah, I I personally don't subscribe to him at all. I think he's full of shit. Um I don't respect what he's done. I, I think that most social media influencers just get a pass for the most part. Like I try not to engage with a whole lot. Um so my my net negative like my opinion of him is, is a negative one. But I understand where you're coming from and Yeah, yeah I mean he could have a
1: conversation with him though. Like sure. you, you can tell that he can speak in a way that is educated. Yeah, you know? and like he could have a back and forth conversation with you on a podcast or whatever, and actually, you could gain something from it, even if you don't like him. You know, and and he's he's not going to be like, well, I'll just beat you up because I'm bigger than you.
0: Yeah, there's there's wisdom <clears throat> and lessons to be learned on both sides of the track, but it's but weird. Yeah, that, that was my point. though. Yeah, uh, I understand. There's something to be said for stupid people and like that perception right so you're saying a lot of people would you know downplay him and relegate him to just a lower level of intelligence despite all of his accomplishments that take intelligence yeah. um, right and he's obviously put himself up on this pedestal but it kind of begs the question what are you about all the others that aren't andrew tates like is should there really be a societal distinction because you and me all day will say, oh, that's a dumb motherfucker. God, you're so stupid. You know, stupid people this, stupid people that. Um, At what point do you separate people based off of intelligence? Do you treat them differently? Do they actually have a stigma? And then after the, like, nominal, you know, the superficial uh, education of you're smart or you're dumb, what do you do about people who... Or in an unfortunate position where they have an actual disability. And they're living that, you know, Neanderthal lifestyle where they actually can't differentiate between, you know, higher planes of thought.
1: I don't know. I mean, if you're just like that, what do you do? They just... You mean like a disability, like
0: mental? Yeah. I've heard the word retarded <clears throat> flung so many times as a kid. I've flung it myself. I mean, that's what it
1: was called, though, when I was a kid. Mental retardation is what it was called. That was Mm -hmm. the medical term for it. And today's... Yesterday medical terms are today's offended terms. But, uh, I mean, that's what it is. If they're retarded, I mean, I don't know.
0: But, like, we give aid to those that have, like, a a full-fledged disability, right? Can't think, can't do for themselves. I know you're pretty anti-socialist, but what happens to all these other people that, like, can't think higher than what's in front of them you know they have very little foresight you know they're not managing their finances they're not managing relationships well because they're just too fucking dumb to do things correctly i mean should there be any exemption given for them should there be any uh, remedial like education you mean
1: like handicapped mental no, people or just, or just just, like just dumb the people, people
0: you and me say are dumb no survival of the fittest right
1: learn there's, there's all this that you got a fucking computer in your pocket, you know? Anything you want to know is on Google.
0: But with that Dunning-Kruger effect, like, they think they're okay. How do we I tell them, that's... listen, you're just stupid, man. There's you have to learn. You have to be better.
1: Unfortunately, all you can do is tell them. And if they don't they do not do it, then we can't make them. You can't, like, clockwork orange them.
0: I wish we could.
1: I kind of do too but like you can't because then it's cruel and unusual punishment you know and then I mean I don't know you know I, it, all you can do is try to to help people and be like hey man did you see this or you know hopefully people listening to this show maybe will be like you know what I might be a dumb person and go fucking listen to some shit you know
0: that's uh, like one of my perfect dreams is having like an equilibrium style uh, just like a reformation building, you know, or a re-education building. Just a huge, towering, like, cube that Mm. people go into and they get clockwork. Well, I mean, you
1: always want to to be a Borg, so your opinion doesn't matter to the normal people like me. You know, you're a fucking government agent Borg in the making. So, sorry. Normal people don't want to be controlled. They're in. There's nothing you can do, Even you know. If it's
0: for the better,
1: nope, nothing you can do. You yep. know, uh, if you believe in religion, um, free will. Uh, if you believe in the Constitution, you can do what you want within reason. So you can't make people do anything. So you if know? we can't,
0: well, if we can't fix stupidity, right? And we're on I this down. Literally, like signs everywhere. That says yeah. You can't fix stupid. <laughs> we, yeah, that is. Uh, Quackers placed all of her work for that. That's awesome. Um, we're in this downward trend. Like, where does it end? Because you still have people that are able to create spaceships. You still have people that are able to create software, and you know, make your phones where so you can watch TikTok all day. That takes those a lot those of people, yeah,
1: the smart people probably rule the world. Most likely, uh, new world order kind of situation. So, dumb people will be in concentration camps like the Jews. Not that the Jews were stupid, but they were kind of stupid. Because I would have never got in there. I'd rather just died.
0: Stigmatized. I would
1: rather just died. You know? Just kill me now. (laughs) I'm not going to go in your camp and let you do all this shit to me and not feed me and and, and practice all this gas and shit on me. Just kill me now. I'll just die now and not have to deal with it. I would have never went. I, I say that, but then who knows, because they didn't know what the fuck was happening, so the only reason I know what was happening is because it happened to them, so I mean I just don't think I would have went but unfortunately there's not a lot you can do about anything in this day and age, because everybody thinks they know everything, and then they can't have conversations so I know we promoted a lot on this show but like, conversation's important being able to whether you agree or disagree or don't even like the person. You know? I mean, I don't know if you were there, but like I have conversations with people at work that don't like me all the fucking time. Or they're mad at me or whatever. I don't get upset. You know? And you would think that I would, but I've grown a lot. Yeah. Grown a lot. So, uh, I'm just like, well, whatever. I mean, you're not going to affect my mood. So... I'm in this place over here. I'm, like, always in a bad mood. Mm-hmm. You're not going to make it worse. You know? If anything, you make it better. But I try to understand where people are coming from. try to understand how they feel. And uh, I realize that I don't have a lot of feelings. Yeah, I think empathy is a pretty intellectual pursuit. It it definitely is. I mean, it, it's, it's hard to do. Um, it's hard to want to do. So conversations are important you know even if somebody's pissed off at you and you're yelling dude chill the fuck out we'll talk about it you know i'm not gonna yell i don't care whatever you got going on this problem with me i'm not gonna yell so it's like okay man if that's how you feel
0: yeah you got to try to get to the root of the problem and then create a solution and uh it's when two parties are involved like Like you're saying, that communication
1: is is key to... Dude, I'm not Steven Crowder. I'm not going to put a sign out that says, I'm here to change your mind. It's not, I'm not here to change your mind. If that's how you think and that's how you feel, then that's your business. It's your point and your responsibility to go out and do the research and have the conversations to Mm -hmm. possibly change my mind or someone else's mind. But if you're just going to get mad, that's most
0: people's. Say something
1: to them, even if it's like a trying to help situation. Like this, hey dude, you should really go back to school. This dude. is weird how
0: we we have like this stigma <laughs> attached like nerd, dork, geek, dweeb. I mean, I do it. <laughs> I do it
1: to you all the time. All the time. But uh that's just what smart people were called when I was a kid, you know? I mean, I don't think that I'm dumb, but you look at me and you wouldn't think that I could even do this right now. Right. Know? Uh I mean, I've had jobs where I had to go and like lawyer myself defend some lie that somebody made up because i don't talk to people very much and, well i had no idea you were so eloquent in the way that you speak i'm like yeah i'm just big right I'm big and dumb and i pick things <laughs> up i pick things up and i put them down right
0: yeah uh, yeah the way I, I think step one is we've got to make an effort to remove the stigma of like intelligence making someone an other um step two would be completely reverse that and make that a like a net positive thing. So where we revere high intellectuals. And again, it's, it's weird that intelligence usually goes with manipulation. So I think in the way of like Andrew Tate, I think a lot of his stuff is just manipulation, you know, whether it's social or other relationships or his personality is image. You're manipulating information for your benefit. And I think a lot of people like personally, I've experienced that might, um, stepfather was a lawyer and he was he's probably the most like sinister man that i've ever met uh between all of his manipulations and lies and like
1: well i mean he was a lawyer
0: yeah exactly (laughs) an intelligent man (laughs) who manipulated facts that's uh
1: kind of the thing that they do
0: yeah but like seeing that on like the micro level to where an intelligent person uh, really abused my mother for several, several years until she, you know, took her life because of the abuse. Like, I've seen that. Um, it and life. it, it, it spurred a huge change in me. Like, started talking to my therapist and realizing that I've adopted so many of his characteristics, especially when I was younger and like my relationships, how I'd manipulate, you know, women and my friends I mean, because was it was he easy like to.
1: In there for a long time or something or what? Was nope. he like your stepdad? Was he like? in your life for a long period of time yeah uh
0: since i was like eight years old my, my father was absent and so he was like the only reoccurring boyfriend and then became um like husband of, of my mother and I, I could just see it but it was sad like i pulled my mom's belongings uh out after she passed and i found her diary and like how she talked about this man and like was just head over heels for him and you know seeing all the little dates and stuff that she wrote about i'm like fuck this dude is literally sick evil like i've stood there behind the door while she was getting abused with a knife in my hand like waiting for him to open the door so i'd have like an objectable you know defense plea Mm -hmm. (laughs) after stabbing him you know like i wanted to kill this man uh for so many years and like um, like physical abuse yeah physical abuse yeah physical Mm -hmm. but the prime that was like Every other week, like monthly cops are always called to our house, but like he was a lawyer, so the cops are all in his pocket. She could never escape, never get out of the position, and she was not a high intelligence individual. Like she had street smarts, but she had also put herself in like a position where she could never really get out of. You know, she wasn't book learned. It's too and... bad you
1: didn't know me then, sir.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's bad. Um, but that's yeah. a whole other whole other episode, maybe. Um, moral of the story is that it was a, a high intelligence individual manipulating a low intelligence woman who like was just emotion you know she loved him she loved us she wanted mm-hmm. to do good and was unable Unfortunately, to.
1: Unfortunately that happens all the time. All
0: the time. Even even in the government. And, yeah it, and... that's like the narrative is like <laughs> the government is my stepfather and like we are all my mother and yeah. our children suffer for it. Um, Not mine. Right, some of us break free from the molds, but by and large, like this is what's happening, and but you so, have to want to. You have to want to. He had no desire to be better. You know, he had everything well, I mean, laid out. What you him. have,
1: though, you not him.
0: Oh yeah, us, and that's that's why I learned, and I've I've course corrected.
1: Be like Dave. You know, like don't fall into the the hole, man. You know, and if you do climb out of that shit and learn some more shit and get much more better. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's, it's really easy to fall into the hole. It's, it's hard to, like I said earlier, be empathic, to put yourself in someone else's shoes, experience what they're going through. Instead of manipulating them because it's easy, you need to manipulate yourself into doing the harder things, you know, yep. the good things. And, uh... Yeah, so no, that human intelligence. That that
1: happened, so. That's, I'm really sorry,
0: man. Yeah, hu- human intelligence, it's a, a, a dual-edged sword. You know, the more you take on yourself, the harder it is. Uh, but the more you're capable of, um, for sure. You're capable of transformation, not just for yourself personally, but for those you love around you and being able to make a, a more positive difference in everyone's life. You know, like Einstein, you know, for no, I was going to say. Incredibly intelligent individual. His life, you know, his personal life was fraught with a whole bunch of uh, drama and shit like that. But he was able to rise above it, dedicate himself to a cause, leverage his intelligence to helping the world. And uh, we all need to have a little bit of Einstein in us. Like, we might not be savants, right? We might not know everything, but I'm sure there's something all of you are really well versed at that draws you and your attention, your focus ebonics Um, yeah you you can use that as like a springboard to go further to make yourself better to help others Um,
1: i mean dude you got a computer in your pocket you know get no excuse get off of tiktok you know get off of the fucking bitches shaking their ass for views and like really learn some shit you know um been on the y files lately
0: yep y files is great
1: and uh, there's infographics. I forget the other one that my son watches, but there's so many that just have so many. There's uh, Thoughty 2. That guy's awesome. Uh, you know, it's just random facts. And uh, that's one of the reasons we started this, because like, we're both just full of random shit. <laughs> you know, we know like between us, we're probably like geniuses. <laughs> yeah, so. we,
0: we don't bring a lot of statistics and numbers to our podcast because you can find that elsewhere, right? This yeah. Is- The layman's view this is our information that we've distilled from those other sources that we've adopted and you know reformatted on our own and regurgitate uh that to you but um (laughs) utilize that like we said (laughs) the reason that we conquered over the neanderthals was our imagination so use this intelligence in conjunction with your imagination and your empathy and go out there and really build something create something a thought um a movement, uh, an item, you know, some invention. Do good things because you're smart (laughs) enough to.
1: And if you're not, make yourself. Make yourself smarter by studying, you know. I mean, it really sucks that education is looked down upon. You you're smart. You dumb words. You know, you're a dork. I mean, you know, like I said, I know I do it to Dave, but it's meant to be funny. And honestly, in the the recent year, dorks and nerds are like some of the best people I've ever fucking met in my life. You know, they don't lie to you. They uh, try to help you out as much as possible. They like show you how to buy computers at the fucking Wawa. (laughs) And when you're buying their computer... And they show you how to sign into it and and, and do everything on it in the parking lot. So, yeah.
0: nerds are good people. Knowledge is power. Just use that power responsibly.
1: Absolutely. And on that note, cue the music. <laughs>